Markov, walk away. Vintage. Let's go. Hi! Don't blink! Power of France! There's the tap oh on Amanda Nunes! Wow! With a quick title defense I mean, tonight! The plane was exactly how I finished the fight. Amanda! on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's <laughs> dangerous. Listen to me, we're at it. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt, how you doing, buddy? Jimmy. Good to see you, Jimmy. We're going to have a good time today. Kai K of France is on. Yes. Have we had him on before, Kai Kai? I don't think he's been on before. No. No, this is the first time. We're going to get to know him. And also, the GOAT, Amanda Nunes, the champ. Always good to talk to her. She's fighting Juliana Pena as the co-main event to uh, Oliveira Poirier, which is a great fight uh, this Saturday night. Um, and Amanda, it's almost like when you're watching Amanda's fights now, we're just so used to seeing her be dominant um it'll be interesting to see from her like how do you stay when you're that dominant how do you stay vigilant like how do you keep yourself from getting overconfident how do you stay hungry Jimmy? yeah yeah well you know who is hungry juliana uh pena yes she is very hungry she's hungry yeah speaking of hungry i'm gonna be eating pizza on saturday night at ray longo's house doing the watch along party or watch oh party. very nice yeah, man. We heard you were out of town, so you're not you're not you're not hanging out. I'm not here. Yeah, I'm gone. So they get my second best friend. They get Ray Longo. Good, good. You know. So I don't know, man. I don't know what's gonna happen. But all I know is I'm going over there, and I told them where to order the pizza. So it's good for you. Good time. I you know. Uh, oh, sorry, I didn't interrupt you. Yeah, I, I'm I'm jealous. I can't go, but I'm just out of town this weekend. You're, 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 you're a busy little fella. <laughs> you know who else is busy, Matt? You want to see a cheesy segue? Max Holloway and the UFC have teamed up to put on the first UFC Invitational Warzone tournament. Watch your favorite streamers compete for the ultimate prize, $25,000 and a VIP trip to UFC 269, Oliveira vs. Poirier. Tune in for the live stream on the official UFC Twitch channel this Thursday, December the 9th at 3 p.m. Eastern. That is going to be really good. And I'm still trying to get you on um, Twitch. I think you should be on it. Your personality, you play all the time. You'd be great. I do it for the love of the game, but I will one day be on there. Yeah, you have to. What are you waiting for? You'll be able, just, just jump on. I want to get my basement done first. Uh-huh. I want to get my little Twitch place. When are you getting your basement done? Uh, you know what? I always say, why well, do today that you could put off till maybe next year? Listen, yeah. but this is that's a horrible saying. I don't say that at all. <laughs> this is like, Jimmy, this is what I'm looking over. And you know I can't do two things at once. This right. card this weekend, the main dude, first of all, I look, I was like, I was gonna say the main card, but I'm looking at you know the 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 prelims also. This is yeah. a, this is a crazy card. It's a crazy card. And we're gonna talk all about it. You like that? I keep people in uh Ah Kai Kara France. Yes. We got we got Kai. Should we just call him Kai? Uh, you ask him. Let's get it. Let's I would imagine. <laughs> Let's find out right now. Hi boys. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you guys? I thought we had talked to you before. This is your first time on the show. I, I for some reason thought we had had you on before. I'm not too sure. Jimmy, he could have. Listen, he does a million of these things. I know. (laughs) It's not like, you know, our faces are ones to remember. I'd want to forget these fucking mugs if I was. (laughs) Yeah. No, you can't can't forget a face like that, Sarah. It is memorable. (laughs) I like when they they know my name. Hey, Kai, now listen. Uh, First of all, I love your name. It's like one of those things where. Kai Kara France. It's hard to say just Kai. Do people call you just Kai? Well, that's actually the short version of my actual name. Oh. Um, yeah. My my real name's actually Kai Fode, but it's a bit hard to pronounce. Um, so I just went with Kai. It's a lot easier. And what kind what kind of name is that? I know you're from New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's Maldi name. So uh, it actually translates to house of knowledge. But it, it's not an F sound like you would. 
it's actually spelled with a wh so it's it's a lot harder than people think but yeah Kai Fight is my full name, but um, everyone just calls me yeah, Kai. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Kai. I, I wouldn't be able to remember the. You know, I'm, I'm very bad with that. My memory stinks. So yeah, Kai is good. That's easy. It's my nephew's name. It's easy to remember. Oh, cool. Good, great name. So Kai, you grew you grew up in New Zealand. What was the first art you got started with? The first uh, martial art you started with? I uh, started in jiu-jitsu. I started oh. when I was 10, 10 years old. Um, ten years old. Yeah, crazy. Um, it wasn't my chosen sport. Uh, I was a soccer player. Um, that was my sport since I was four till I was about 19. Uh, but I've always done uh, martial arts. My parents got into got it, uh, got me into it to, I guess, install confidence in myself. And um, I used to get bullied in high school. I was always the smallest in my class. So, um, you know, martial arts taught me the tools to, um, I guess, carry myself and and, uh, you know, my, my bullies back then are my biggest fans. Now I actually ran into them a few months ago <laughs> and I was like, oh, hey, bro, how's it going? And I didn't recognize him at first. He was like, hey, Kai, um, you remember me? And I was like, nah, um, what's your name? He's like, Matt, we went to school together. I was like, of course I remember you now. You used to beat me up every day. <laughs> Is he polite now to you? Oh, yeah. It, bro, life takes care. The universe takes care of everything. You know, he's working on a, a building site not taken away from any builders but um you know i'm i'm just chasing my dreams and he's like oh, i'm a big fan man love to love to see you what you're doing and the journey you're on and uh, i should have i should have cracked it but no. yeah hey, yeah yeah I, just <laughs> yeah man try giving me a wedgie now there maddie yeah, yeah exactly Listen, give me in a give me in a full nelson now no. i'll tell you and, and i talk about this before Thank God for these little shitty kids when we were little. Yes. Thank God for these bullies. Because I got bullied too. And uh, you can go one of the two directions. Like me and you, we, we took me and made us a little. Arr. And, you know, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy, you know, he makes people laugh. He, he, he diffuses it now. Right, Jimmy? Yeah, yeah. So for me, for you guys, it was actually using your fists. And me, it was just telling jokes and then running. But hey, anything that gets you out of an ass kicking, I guess. I mean, that's really is. It's the greatest motivator to develop something. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm so glad I had martial arts to, to fall back on and, and to, um, I guess, turn something negative into something positive. So uh, pretty blessed. Was there a lot of fighting in your, in your area? Did you grow up in a tough area? I know New Zealand has some really nice areas and some really tough areas. Yeah, um, not really. I never really got into fights when I was younger. I, I always knew that it wasn't worth it. You know, like I just left, left it in the gym. Um, yeah, but we're very, um, I guess, being Maori, that's, um, it's, you know, it's embedded in my culture. We're, we're from um, a tribal warfare where, you know, my ancestors would have fought over land, you know, hundreds of years ago. So when I fight, I just channel and tap into that, um, into that mindset. And, um, you know, I, I, I guess I was just kind of bored to do this. This is just, it's just in me, um, that fire, that um, Polynesian fire that we have. Yeah, where it's just natural for us. Now, how do you feel? Like, listen, you fought some names. I'm looking here and you, it's like you didn't find any pushovers. No, but you're fighting a former champion and you're fighting Hey, I'm going to say a household name in Cody Garbrandt. So, I mean, that's right there. Talk about an opportunity. How, how do you feel when you got that call? We're like, look, you can, you know, you're going to have Cody. Yeah. I had a, I had another fight lined up. So when they offered me this fight, um, I jumped at it. Of course I want to test myself against, you know, the best guys in the world. Uh, they said he was dropping down and, um, they looked looked at me as the as the welcoming fight. It's a great matchup, and um, you know I'm I'm more than ready for these big fights. Uh, I wanted to take this fight because I knew it's a title fight eliminator. I get past Cody Garbrandt, I'm right there for a title shot, a rematch against Brandon Moreno, a fight that you know went it was a it was a close fight. I know we're we're both um, growing since that fight back in 2019, um, but you know taking out Cody Garbrandt on my and putting it on my resume. Um, there's no questions to see who's next. So um, that's what's motivated me. You know, I've, I've been, I've been um, preparing for this for months now. And, uh, you know, we, we, we come from a great gym, city kickboxing. There's no secret that we, um, we love to strike. We love to uh, stand up, but um, we're complete fighters. You know, we're, we're not just naive and, and working on one discipline. We, we train everything at our gym. So uh, I, I trust our system. I trust our coaches. So we're more than ready. I'll tell you, I think they pretty much, City kickboxing pretty much cornered the market over there with UFC fighters in New Zealand. Is there anybody, is there any other school out there? <laughs> or is that just the place to be? 
in New Zealand. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like every yeah. time you hear a guy from New Zealand, are you hey? Is that is that a city kickboxing uh, pupil? There's so many other gyms, bro. Like there there is a lot of gyms. The MMA is booming. The UFC is is taken over in New Zealand, and we've definitely helped the wave of of um, you know the the sport in New Zealand. But um, that just shows that you know when I first started, there wasn't a blueprint of how to get it, get to the UFC. There was only you know Mark Hunt that was doing it overseas. There was only um, you know there was only a handful, but um, we had to go overseas and train and then we brought all that knowledge back to New Zealand. So, you know, I, I moved back home back in 2016 after the ultimate fighter season 24. Um, I based out of city kickboxing cause I knew he, Eugene was a great coach and I needed him to, uh, to push me. You know, he, he tells you what you want to hear. Uh, he tells you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. So, um, you know, we've got eight UFC fighters training out of city kickboxing. Uh, we've got so many, kickboxers converting to MMA. Um, you know, New Zealand's got a great wealth of, of combat history. Um, you know, the lineage that we have in our country, you know, boxing, kickboxers, high level K1. Now they're seeing MMA as a pathway to, um, to make it in the sport. So um, we're, we're done really well at converting kickboxers into MMA fighters. Look at Israel Adesanya, you know, um, that's a prime example, but we've got so many more guys that are um, uh, uh, being more rounded well-rounded and um it's all about development not putting them in too early um getting them the right fights and then when they're ready um they'll let the work do the talking it's it's always showing that when when we get in the ufc i guess um as the hype training partner of our teammates um they they just put on fights and the ufc end up loving them so yeah we're in a great place what, what do you think of uh and cody is such a good fighter um, and he's undefeated at one point. He's dropped four out of five. Um, so I, I think he's, I mean, he's always a dangerous guy, but I, I think that when guys get into his position, they really, everything they're looking at, he's looking, he's fighting for the rest of his career. I'm sure every fight is crucial for him now. Um, so how do you approach that? Or what do you, what are you expecting out of him um, after having a bit of a, a skid? Yeah. Like uh, I'm not, I haven't underestimated Cody at all. I know he's going to be tough. He's going to be durable. Um, people can can argue that he's, I guess, not as um, durable as he used to be, but um, you just never know. And that's the beauty about this matchup. It's his first time cutting the flyweight. I've done it many times before, so um, the pressure's on him. It's not on me. Um, so I'm just going to go out there and, and, and uh, you know, just put on a show. I, I want to take it to him. I want to make a statement in this fight. You know, I, this is the kind of fight you need to make a statement on such a big pay-per-view so many big names on this card. So I want to separate myself and, and make everyone remember my name. So, um, yeah, we haven't um, taken this fight lightly. You know, we've, we've uh, made sure that we've, um, you know, got, got in tip-top shape so we can use that as a weapon. Cody's first time dropping a flyweight. He doesn't know how he's going to react. He doesn't know how he, his body's going to recover from the weight cut. Um, first time doing it is going to be with me in his face, putting the pressure on. So um, if he wants to coast and, and try to reserve some energy for all three rounds or, if he wants to go all out for the first round because he feels like he, that's all he's got. Uh, we're ready to go either way, three round war or um, first round, wither it and put him away just like my last fight. It's an insane. Listen, I was just looking over the card. Yeah, it's great. It's a fucking insane card. Um, I'm, it's something to be excited about. Hey, hey, Kai, let me, let me ask you something unrelated to MMA. Let's yeah. get away from all this MMA shit for a second. <laughs> say you want to just it's a Sunday, and I, I'm not I'm not talking about any kind of training. I want to well, give us a hobby or something you like to do. Or it's unrelated. I don't give a shit if it's a series you're watching, book you're reading, anything. Uh, well, I've I've got a son now. My son's nine months old, so um, I brought them over with me to Vegas. So. Um, I didn't want to be apart from uh, away from them for Christmas and New Year, so my wife and my son are here with me. So you, on a Sunday, you'll see me probably at the beach with my with my family. Um, just that's that's what motivates me. That's what um, fuels my fire is providing for my family and just spending that family time. You know, I'm I'm so close knit with um, my friends and my family. So um, yeah, that's what I love to do. As well as hey, I love to collect sneakers. That's one of my um, one of my go-tos, uh, and I know um, one of your pupils, Al Jermaine, he, he's a bit of a sneakerhead himself. He loves fashion, so um, yeah, I, I love to connect, uh, collect sneakers. You, you'll see some on uh, oh, at the press conference. Oh, collect sneakers. You collect sneakers. Yeah, yeah, sneakers. Oh, that was my accent getting confused with what your accent was saying. I thought you, I thought it was something like, I like to click sneakers. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, oh yeah. Collect. My yeah, collect. 
No, that's a weird color. Uh, like a, a friend of my color uh, worker on another show has does. Like, he buys sneakers. And do, uh, do you do like the app where you'll like try to get them as soon as they come out? Because if you don't order them immediately, you're going to miss them. They're really, a, they're like, it's like a stressful hobby. It's, a, it's an expensive hobby as well. Yeah. Um, but luckily enough, I, I have a few friends in, in, that, in that line of work where I don't need to kind of get on the app. But I never win that stuff. You know, I, I've always lost. So um you've got to pick your battles you've got to know people you've got to know friends and um you know flick them a little bit more and and you can get your get the one you want so um the way i do it you got to keep the wife happy as well get her a pair get the son a pair and then we're, we're all good you can't just have boxes coming every week um for your hobby <laughs> oh man i would be stressed if like if, you ever see the movie do the right thing or no no i haven't Yes. It's an old movie. It's an old movie. Jimmy All my time. Old Spike yeah. movie. And one there's that scene, Jimmy, when he's he stepped on that guy's sneakers. Remember that? That's right. Yeah. And remember that scene? React, yep. Reenact that scene for, for Kai. Uh, he steps on his sneakers. He goes, hey, you stepped on my sneakers, fella. And the guy goes, I didn't mean to. And he said, apology accepted. It wasn't. It wasn't the best scene, Kai. <laughs> no, but not at all. <laughs> that wasn't it at all. But... It's a classic scene, but I would be so stressed because this is what I, this is something you love. So now you're wearing it around and yeah. you gotta be crazy. You know, can't go in a crowd. I don't know. How many collectibles can you accidentally put in dog shit? That's the scary part about collecting <laughs> sneakers. It's terrifying. You know? I know. Yeah. You got to pick and choose when you want to wear them. I had a collectible pair I gave away with these these M M&M and M Jordans, but I, I didn't know what to do with them. No, I was kidding. They were thirty thousand dollars. I was just joking. <laughs> no, I have the worst footwear, dude. My shoe game sucks. I wear like old man comfortable, like grandpa shoes. He's asking me if Buster Brown's still in in in, in style. I go, yes, Buster Brown's never out of style. I don't know if you got Buster Brown. Over. What's your favorite pair, Kyle? Like, what's the pair that's like to use? The, is the is like the peak of your collection? You know, you can't go past Jordan. He's the staple. But um, like any any collab that uh, high end brand like does with a sneaker, but you know that it can go go over your head if you're not into it. It kind of it's like a bit nerdy, like the way um, the sneaker game is. It's very niche. It's very like like it's yeah. It, it's you got to be into it to to get it. So. Did you hear about that big problem they had recently? Like, like there was some guy from Nike who was like a secondhand sneaker salesman and it turned out his mom was in charge of like regional yeah. distribution and there's like a huge scandal. Yeah, I heard about this. He was backdooring all the shoes and he was selling it for even more, for like triple the price. So he was making like millions off it. But his mom yeah. worked at Nike. That's why he did it. Yeah, he blew it. I don't know how he got caught. But I guess people get greedy and they try to do it with too much. Um, has there been a pair that you wanted that you were you're like, fuck, I got to have these and you just have not been able to get them? Um, there's a few on my like grail list, which is like your um, you, like your wish list kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm here in Vegas. So after the fight, after I knock out Cody Garbrandt and I got a win bonus, I'll, I'll go to Urban Necessities. It's one of the big stores out here at Caesars Palace. Um, I've got a few friends there as well. So um, I, I'll try to get my, um, my pair that I've been after there for a while. You do that, the champ Brandon Marino, he goes right to the Lego store. Everybody's got That's the right. He goes to the Lego, he's got two big bags, all happy. I love it. I like hearing what people are into, Jimmy. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Well, Kai, I mean, you're fighting a guy who, uh, who you know, he's a loved fighter. And uh, I'd be really, really interesting to see how he fares at uh, Flyway. Because, again, the weight cut could really hurt him. Or he could just have, you know, not carrying around that weight could, could put a lot more energy into him. So we'll see, man. Saturday night, uh, good luck. It's a great, great fight. And um, it's an incredible card. So it's good talking to you, buddy. Thank you, guys. Um, thanks for the love. Yeah. yeah. If you're tuning in, don't worry. Don't blink. It's going to be a banger. All right, man. We'll definitely watch. And uh, have a good one and good luck in the fight, okay? Appreciate it, guys. Okay, take care of yourself. Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from the official hair restoration partner of UFC, Hair Club. UFC fans notoriously take pride in the way they look. But if you're not dedicated to your hair health, you're not giving 100%. No matter what stage of hair loss you're experiencing, Hair Club is here to help personalize a solution for you. Hair Club offers hundreds of combinations of solutions to regrow, replace, or restore your hair. Costs shouldn't get in the way of confidence. That's why Hair Club offers hundreds of combinations of products and services for different hair care needs and budgets. Their team of hair health and hair 
loss experts can get your hair in shape, invest in yourself, and find out which hair club solution will work for you. Schedule a free, no obligation hair health checkup and receive 10% off select solutions by visiting hairclub.com slash UFC or texting knockout to 694-247. Text knockout to 694247 or go to hairclub.com slash UFC to schedule a free, no obligation hair health checkup and receive 10% off select solutions. Hair Club, love your hair, live your life. UFC Unfiltered is brought to you by NEDS, the official wagering partner of the UFC in Australia. Aussie Fight fans, keep an eye out for this weekend's UFC pay-per-view event as NEDS offers a split decision return. This means if you place a head-to-head bet on any main card fight and your pick loses by split decision, NEDS will pay you out as a winner. Plus, you can pump up your odds with a UFC multi simply by combining your favorite markets across all fights on the card. The action doesn't stop with UFC. Neds has everything you need to take it to the Neds level, regardless of what you bet on. For those sports punters, Neds Same Game Multi is now available on more sports than ever before. And for the racing fanatics, Neds Blended is available on all three racing codes. Blended lets you pick multiple runners to win in the same race at special blended odds. It's never been easier for you to be paid out as a winner. Look, whatever you bet on. Take it to the Ned's level. UFC markets exclude South Australian residents. Split decision return eligible on first $250 stake. Minimum blended odds are $1.10 terms and conditions apply are available on the Ned's website. Remember to always gamble responsibly. Please call 1-800-858-858. I just said bye-bye to him. Like, uh, bye-bye. What am I, his aunt? Well, I'm still uncringing from when you told Justin you loved him. Well, but again, I, I didn't say like I love you like I meant as a fighter, but I got sidetracked. I don't care how you meant I know, it was I'll, terrible. I'll you want me to reenact it? Uh, Justin, I love you. Yeah, I trailed off into something else. And then, yeah. I love you too, he told you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He wanted yeah. to make you feel a little less... Awkward. Yeah, I didn't feel that bad about it. And then Bobby, you know what? And Bobby, Paul, your, your good buddy Bobby just buries you. Like you love him. He even mentions him. Well, that's because Bob. That's because Bob's never had anyone say that to him, so he didn't recognize those words. I love Bobby. I, you don't love Bobby. That's strong like. I like Bobby. Yeah. I'm not, see, now you think I say it to everybody. I, I you, know you look, will. Look, look at me. Look it. Look up. I'm looking. You. I don't. Look, look away now. Look, I'm not even going to finish it now. All right, listen to me. Are we, I want to talk about this question. Hey, Jimmy. Yeah. Can I just tell you, last night at Sarah BJJ, Sarah BJJ, you know what I did? I, well, you don't know. I'm going to tell you right now. No. I had a blast. Myself, Jason Rao, Dan the Pool Guy. That's his nickname. He's one of my Jedis. Big Sasquatch-looking man. Anyway, uh, I you know, listen, I promoted my good friend and student, Anthony Palacino. To? To a black, he's a black belt, he's a Jedi. It gets to the point, this, listen, this guy was depressing too many black belts. He was just too good. Yeah. He was too good, you know? Does that, is that how you determine, like when someone's gonna move up, do you go like, all right, this guy is is submitting a good amount of black belts, or what? what is it that will make you go, yeah? Well, that doesn't hurt. And you're gonna get some guys who are not, you know, maybe they're a little older, maybe, you know, they got into the game later, whatever it is, they're not going to be able to submit everybody sure. underneath them on the uh, lighter belt. But they're all guys like he's a young kid, man. The guy kids in his 20s and he's just an all around beast. No, he, he's one of those cases where he will submit all, all, all he will be just submit a bunch of black belts. And they got to the, so you get to some guys where like, all right, this is just ridiculous. This guy's just too good. What are we waiting for? You know, yeah, I mean? there's no test you give like a black belt test or is that just karate? Listen. I don't judge anybody. There's people that, and there's academies that they go, okay, we're going to do a day for promotion and we'll do this at this seminar and you sign up for this seminar and then you take the seminar, you do the promotion or you sign up for this test. I don't know. I don't know what other people do. I really don't know. And nor do I give a shit. But at my school, when you're ready, you're ready. So I gave him his black belt last night and I'm very proud of him. And he's a great guy. And also, uh, Mikey, Queen Jitsu. He does my kids' program. Brown belt. Brown belt. Love Mikey. So listen, man. I listen. I, this is my this is my school. This is my academy. This is what I do, Jimmy. And, my, my, you know what? 
A guy who's a black belt. How long has he been training under you? Oh, he's been with, uh, I don't even know, to be honest with you. He's been with me for a bunch of years. With me for the better part of a decade, I'd say. But, uh, you know, more than five under 10. But he's been, well, he's been around for a while, Anthony. I looked on the, my, I looked on his uh, Instagram. He showed some pictures of him in a white belt back in my old school. And I'm like, wow, looked like forever ago. Right, right. I don't know, man. But listen, my thing is when it's time, it's time. Yeah, you just know. Oh, Anthony, Mikey, Kristen, congratulations. I'm proud of you. And I don't know. It's just a very good energy. If you look on Matt Sarah BJJ, you can see a little bit of the promotion and some pictures. And you can just kind of know what you kind of do, though. You kind of you kind of feel the energy, the vibe of the place. I was there this morning. I taught the 7 a.m. class, Jimmy. Did you? Did I? Did I? Don't did? you hate getting up that early? Like just to train? How do you train that early? I, I well, I taught. I didn't really train. I, well, I mean, I got sweaty teaching, but this is what I do. I, this is why I don't mind getting up at five in the morning for my job two days a week. Right. I do like at least two days a week. I'll do a morning class, a 7 a.m. class. And I mix it. What's good about being the boss, I can mix it up. Ah, this week I'll do, I'm going to do tomorrow also. Uh, next week, maybe I'll do Monday and Wednesday. I pick and choose when I teach. I love it. So, but my thing is I can come back at 10 o'clock. I'll fucking take a nap for a couple of hours, dude. And then I'll go back tonight. So I'm going to go back tonight. Maybe I'll teach the fundamentals. Jimmy, it's fun. It's not like I'm going in to do something I don't like to do. That's the problem. And being like, oh, I'm going to be up all day and then do this. No. If I get a little tucker to go back, take a nap, go back, you know, show somebody to rip a fucking Kimura. So when you teach like a class, so you'll go back. You have somebody who's going to teach the class, but a lot of times will you just step in and go, I think I'm going to teach this one. And they're just like, yeah, okay. Yes. That's exactly what I do. Well, listen, I have a couple of guys that are my, my, they're, they're steady on like, you know, that's their part of my staff there. Like, 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 uh, you know, uh, Dan, uh, Estrada pool guy and, uh, Jason Rao fucking world-class assassin, Jason Rao. Those guys are there, you know, teaching the classes regardless. So if I want to jump in and do one of theirs, they, they, yeah, sure. Yeah, take the reins. Or, if uh, someone else, you know, once in a while we have another one of my black belts something take a class, I could just take their class. I, yeah, I, I, they don't mind. They don't, they, well, you know what they'll do? They'll train, they'll do whatever. We, I'm very relaxed at my place. Tonight, I don't think Dan's coming in. I might go and teach the fundamentals class today. Why? Because I love it. And my kid's going to be there. And my wife's taking the women's class. So, dude. Oh, that's great. It's a good, yeah, Jimmy. She got a first submission like a month ago before we went on vacation. She's like, oh, she's all happy. It's cute, man. Rear naked choke. I mentioned you today on the show, the radio show, because we were talking about Disney and all of the uh, the trips. <clears throat> I just happened to mention that you went. When you went, did you get like the lightning pass? Did you do any of that stuff? This is what I, at Disney, I, you can only do that for like two rides a park, which kind of sucks. This is what I'm, this is what me and my wife, uh, this is what we're doing for, for now on in regards to Disney. We are only going to be doing, we're not going during the daytime anytime, anymore. We're not. We're treating that shit like we're fucking vampires. We're going there during those Christmas parties or the Halloween parties. We're going there for the special events and we're going at night. Because what happens is it starts at like 8 or 7 and it goes to 1 in the morning and then everybody who's a regular person in the park, they get out of there by 8. So it's only people that pay for the extra to be in this party. Ah. It'll still be not empty. It'll be crowded, but Dude, you no wait for the fucking. I jumped on that uh, space mountain and twice. I jumped on. There's no lines. You go during the day, hour and a half here, hour that. Dude, I'm not doing it. I did that the first day there. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing a week of this shit. Fuck. Anyway, but what I do recommend is going also to Universal and doing the Express Pass. That way, you do that Express Pass. I mean, dude, for three days, that shit might have cost me a grand. I don't know. But because, you know, it's five of us. But my thing is, dude, it's worth it. You don't wait on, I never waited more than 10 minutes on that motherfucker. Even on a Saturday. So that's what we're doing. That's the future plans for the Serres. You understand? So did you, uh, what, what was the ride that made you the sickest? There was a ride, there was a, there was a roller coaster um, at the Universal. I forgot the name of it. But, oh, your daughter wanted to go on it, right? Yeah, my, my, my firstborn wanted to do it, so I couldn't let her not do it. So I did that with her, and it was good until the very end. The first time, I'm like, oh, we're outside. Oh, the air is in my face. It helps me even. I don't think I'm going to get. All right. I had enough. Because the end. I'm like, okay. I feel a little woozy. And yeah. then when I got off that thing, 
I couldn't eat one of those beef fucking empanitas. I don't know. I can't. Empan- uh, yeah, I can't say anything, but I know what you mean. Oh, delicious. Empanadas. Empanadas. Oh, my God, Jimmy. They were delicious. Hey, what else? We should talk about for a second before Amanda, before the champ, 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 champ comes. We should talk about uh, this card. Uh, uh, let's do a couple of picks. Maybe Oliveira against Poirier main event for the uh, lightweight title. Let's talk about it. I'll be honest in this one, even though <clears throat> Poirier's last two fights have been Connor. I, I think I'm taking Poirier in this one. I got to pick against man. It's a really hard guy to pick against. Oliveira has been so good, but he's also been in deep trouble too. Like he was in deep trouble against Michael Chandler. He did win, but he, you know, it's, it's not like he is, you know, like Habib is, you know, there's not 30 seconds. He was in trouble at his entire career. Like I think Oliveira can be beaten as good as he is. I'm going to take Poirier, um, who again, his last loss, I think was Habib. So Poirier in the, uh, go ahead. I want to take Poirier, I think, by decision. I think it's one of those fights that no one's going to expect to go the distance and it's going to. I'll take you Poirier by decision. You know what? I don't know. I have a hard time going against Poirier, but you know I love that jiu-jitsu. Yeah. I love that Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Jimmy. I sure do. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to – you're saying him by decision to Poirier by decision? Yeah, I think so. No, I don't know about that. You might be right. I'm saying if Poirier wins, it's probably going to be by stoppage, like fourth round. Yeah, maybe. But he's going to have to get past a storm of submissions. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Charles Oliveira seems different than the Charles Oliveira of the past, where I would just pick against him because I, I seen him falter. Like, I, you know, I seen him. When you've seen somebody get beat several times, you're like, all right. Yeah, it can happen. Sure. But he's looking so on point lately. Well, I'm taking the reason I'm taking Poirier is just because he's Poirier, and I just think that he's also looked really good. So this is not even against most people. I would take Oliveira. I know, but look what Oliveira did to Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson, yeah, that's true. I don't want to root against Dustin, but I'll do it. I'm not going to root against him. But yeah, you'll pick against him. I'll say, when's the last time Dustin fought a guy who looked in the ground ball besides uh, Habib? I mean, that's. I'm gonna have to look at his record here. I will. Right, well, you, know, you don't got to do it right now. No, no, I'll do it while we're chit-chatting. While we're, while we're chatting. <laughs> we are chit-chatting. Oh, man, this whole card is sick. All right, I'm going to say, man, you think he's going to be able to get a sub? Could he get his neck? Could he get his back? Huh? Could he? Sure he could. Or could he? Mm. It's a good question, Matt. Who's the last real grappler? Like, I mean, Gaethje can grapple, but I mean, the guy, the guy when's, who's the last guy he fought where you knew that was going to be the the game plan was Habib, and before that, I mean, I mean Pettis can do anything, but again, Pettis, you know, could just as easily stand up. Oliveira is a guy that you think is going to go to the ground. Habib was a guy everyone knew was going to go to the ground. It's a while, man. It is a while. I'm gonna say, ah, this is what I'll say, only because I'm a jujitsu man at heart. Third round sub, Oliveira. First round sub. First round sub. Okay. And I'm going to change my pick to third round stoppage Poirier. Cause I do think the fact that he hasn't, I, I don't see him surviving five straight rounds against submission attempts. So I'm picking him to win. So I think that he's going to win by a stoppage in the third. I'm going to say first round sub. And that's not disrespect. That's that's. Oh no. He'd be happy to hear that you picked against him in the first. <laughs> <laughs> You know why? Because I think he's going to be so dangerous with the subs in the first round. I think yeah. he's going to be like, ah, I'm going to punch you in the mouth. Oh, where is he? On my back? What? Yeah. I didn't start on my back, but how'd you get on my... And then next thing you know, I'm just going to... Hey, crazier things have happened, all right? Because I'm just yeah. going nutty. I'm going fucking nutty. Uh, I like an underdog, underdog story. I do. But not against my buddy Amanda Nunes, the champ. Yeah. I was in a car with her. And her uh, and her wife, I think it was fiance. No, no, there she was a wife at the time. And Dean Thomas, and we were singing "All of the Lights." And I remember that like yesterday. So, was you, are you taking the champ? Oh, it was a good time, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. I wish I was there. I, I'm, I love it. And then at one point, we go turn up the lights in here, baby, like that. You know, 
Don't want you to miss a thing, Jimmy. All right. Uh, I'm taking the champ, and I'm going to say third-round stoppage. I'm going to say Juliana is going to be uh, trying to get it down. It's going to be a hard time. And now the next one's very interesting. Hold on. I, I didn't pick you. I'm going to pick uh, – oh. I'll take Amanda in the fourth. <laughs> Sorry, Amanda. That's right. Amanda. Um, I'll take Amanda in the fourth. Um, and now we got Jeff Neal, Santiago Ponzinibbio. Now, Jeff Neal just had a thing. Amanda, had, in, the, in the first what, though? Fourth what? Stop. Oh, oh, fourth round stoppage. By, by, by strikes. Oh, yeah. I think I think strikes. Um, Jeff Neal against Ponzinibbio. Jeff has lost a couple of straight fights. Sorry about that. What do you got? Tell me. I think I got to go with Ponzinibbio by decision. All right. This is going to be interesting. Ponzinibbio did look great in his last one. That was a good fight, too. But Jeff Neal, that, but styles make fights. Jeff Neal, Jeff Neal, second round stoppage. Okay. Oh, yeah, I said it. I said it. Yes, you did. I said it right there. Uh, I'm going against you with everything. I don't blame you. All right. Um, All right. Now. Yes, what? We we just spoke to, to Kai Kara France against Cody oh, Garbage. No, no, we can't keep the, the champ waiting. Get her in here. It's Amanda. Oh, Lee. is she here? Good. I was hoping she was uh, on her way. The champion, damn it. There they are. Hello. Hello. Hi, Nina. Hi. Hello. Stop. Good to see you guys. Hello. Good to see you. We were talking, uh, Amanda, uh, before about how good you've been and how long you've been dominant. And, and you've beaten, I mean, every great fighter. How, how do you keep yourself from getting overconfident? Uh, because everyone is gunning for you. H how do you prevent yourself from falling into that place? I, I like to think it's like... All, all, all the opponents, uh, they don't have nothing to lose, in, you know, and they do everything to get what I have. So I respect my opponents as they, they're going to show up 100%, you know, they want to beat me. So I feel like that, for that reason, keeping my mind focused and everything ready, you know, to really get the job done. Now, listen. We're going to get back to this MMA stuff in a second, but I got something to bring up to Amanda. about It's about a, a, a mutual friend of ours, and I think we need to have, uh, what do you call those things when you like a... Um, intervention. What you, yes, an intervention. intervention. Now listen, tell me what you think of this outfit. Could you see this? Oh my, that like is very sharp. I didn't even recognize him. Honest. Somebody look at this. If that's Dean Thomas, what what do you do you see it, Jimmy? Yeah, but it's very bright. Um, I re, I remember. Turtleneck on him. Is like um. Is that white? It's, it's no. Like a, looks not, like a turtleneck. Yeah, the, the, that I want to put. Yeah. It's it, I don't know what it's called, but I got a text from Dana going. You see, and I was away. I was in Florida <laughs> doing my the family Disney uh, vacation, and I get a text from Dana. Are you seeing what the fuck Dean Thomas is wearing? <laughs> so I looked and I took a picture of this thing. And I think we need to have a talk. Amanda, what what do you think about that? That outfit that Dean Thomas wore? What is going on with Dean? You know? Like, I see him for a little while. I'm, I'm, I hope see him this weekend here. We're going to have a talk. <laughs> I think we have to talk to him as his friends and, and let him know yeah. that shit's not going to fly. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. We'll get back to business. Yeah. But Jimmy, there's some things you can't unsee. I understand you have to try to help. I, although I like the outfit. I'm 100% I'm behind the outfit. He tells me he likes the plate dress. I up. thought he looked very sharp, actually. I comment on that. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice outfit. Well, anyway. <laughs> All right, well, how's, how's things? How's the family? How's the baby? The baby's amazing. She's already in, um, having her, her baba in a... <laughs> In the crib right now, we're ready to take a nap. So she's like me all over here. You want to go outside, very excited. So last time she was just a baby. Now she be able to really see everything and walk around, see people. She likes, she's very happy to be here. How old? How old? 14 months. Oh, yeah. She a uh, full personality now. It's like all over here. She wants to go outside all the time. When we go do some like, media work and everything. She like wave for everybody, like say hi, fist pump. Like she really enjoyed to be here. Does she, is she good flying too? Sometimes kids have a hard time flying. 
Yeah, she's a good, she's good flying. She's sleepy. We make sure get the the flying the time she goes to the bed night time. So she like sleepy through the whole fly here. Oh, that's nice. Cause that, that, that if, if she's a good flyer that you can, you can have traveled as a family more. It's, it's, it's better. Cause then you won't have to worry about the trip. If, if she's a good flyer. Yeah, for sure. That was the thing we was talking about it because we like to go to Brazil, you know, visit my family. So that is a long fly and she's pretty good. It's like six, almost six hours. No, four hours Florida heat. So Brazil is like seven. So it's gonna be like much easier with her if she be able to fly. He she be able to fly to Brazil too. What what part of Brazil? Salvador Bahia. It's like two hours in a plane from São Paulo, from Rio. So it's like it's not that that far away. Yeah. So you must be quite a celebrity in Brazil. I mean, you must be. Uh, is it hard for you to go out and get anything done there without people hey, mobbing you? Look, yeah. look, look, look. <laughs> Hello. Ooh. He heard her talking. Now she will go back. Oh, say hi. hi. Hi, beauty. Oh, she's so cute. She waves too. Hello. <laughs> Jimmy, she probably thinks you're a little muppet. She's almost trying to shake a hand. Or she, <laughs> yeah, she thinks I'm a kid's toy. She's like, who's that mushy man? Thinks <laughs> I'm a big ball baby. Oh, she's so cute. She is. Hi. Hi, cutie. Hi. Hi. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy, she's look, she's mean mugging you, Jimmy. Yeah, no, she's happy to see me. She's looking at you. She's like, who's this weird guy that keeps talking? Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's too cute. She did what? Yeah, she knows to wave. Oh, oh that's so cute. That reminds me when they when my kids were that age, we used to have like little parks near the house. We used to just put them in the stroller and just take them to the park. You got anything near your house that you do? Yeah, we do. We go in park to park like. We have a bunch of parks in, in Florida. So we like go to all over. She's like love. When she see kids, she like cry to don't get out. Oh. Me and Nina sometimes didn't even go that much for she because all the COVID and everything. Yeah. Hug you, go there, hug it and like make friendships. It's pretty crazy to watch it. How much time of year do you spend here and how much time of year do you spend in Brazil? Uh, I spend more time here in Brazil. Like when I go two months in Brazil, one month, the pain, always like have, have some some sponsor that I have to do a couple things and then I have to be here. So, and yeah, I stay there like one to two months. It's like, it's good, but like, it's not that much, but like, it's good that I can see my family. Is that what you, do you train when you're there? You obviously train uh, just to stay in shape. Honestly, it's very hard for me training there because I always stay in, in the in my farm with my family. It's like a little out from from the city, like two hours from the city, and the roads like a little bit rough. So, but I like do exercise there, like a run, like a little like lifting. I have a couple like equipment there, so I don't train full time, but I keep, like going. You know, how many animals on the farm? We have like uh, three, 20. Uh, 20, like couple horses, cows. Oh, it's, not, it's like a real life. Did you grow up that way? Yeah. Like actually like uh, my, always my dream was to have a farm because I grew up like um, with the horses and everything. So my whole family is come from like uh, country life. So I you just now live the same. So grow, growing up was like that. We should do a reality show with Jimmy living on that on your farm. I can picture Jimmy with overalls, a piece of straw, and a hat. Just and Jimmy out there trying to get the hogs together. I would I would pet the horse and then I'd step in shit and I'd want to go in the house. I would be so bad on a farm. <laughs> it's pretty comfortable that too. So it's like a ghost, I stay out for everything. Things pretty cool. Did you guys? Oh, sorry, man. Did you guys raise the animals and eat them? Like, like, did you did you eat like the pigs no, or did no. you eat the chickens? Actually, we do milk. It. We milk the cows, and my family like to sell. My mom is like those kind of uh, a lady like to go to live. It's more like how how called fairs, Like free market. It's more like free market. All the the farmer get 
added to sell things they make in the farm. Ah. My sister make like cheese. They know how to make cheese and then they like go sell and, and do all those things. So they they like to live like that. Yeah, that would be Jimmy's job. Jimmy would be in charge of the cows. I only want to milk the cow. That's the only thing he'd want to do. Because is, is it just reminds me of my own life. Uh, there's, really, there's really nothing else I could do on a farm. Animals, I, I, I love animals, but like wild animals like that just scare me. Yeah, but like you have, you have to, to, to really like handle the animals. Like you have to have a person that to help you to help you to to be able to handle those animals. You know, so a, a person who really know how to do do and handle those animals. Did you ever get thrown off a horse? <laughs> A bunch of times when I was young, but now I don't have any problem. <laughs> when I was young, I used to like, really, I was crazy, you know, reckless. Like, reckless. <laughs> so I used to like jump in the, in the horse, like it even was well, like, um, well settled and like just to, to, to ride and they throw me like always, like it's crazy. So I have a lot of experiences. <laughs> As a little mandia. <laughs> Jimmy, you got to start slow with that, Jimmy. You got to do it like the county fair and just they sit you on it and they walk you like they do the kids. That's what they, Jimmy, that's what you little got to do, a little bird. I did it when I was a kid. I went to camp and we rode horses and my horse reared up and it didn't throw me off, but it scared the shit out of me. I never went back on a horse because I'm just afraid of getting tossed off it. I saw something on the internet where a kid was at one of those, like I was just talking at like one of those fairs and the horse started taking off. And the kid fell off into a car. It was insane. Yeah, I that's. Hope, that. I hope the kid was okay, but it was. My wife's like, "Oh, that's my biggest nightmare." Oh, I'm like, "Wow, it's not my biggest nightmare, but that's fucking hysterical." I tell you, know that time, and you're gonna ride when when we go back. You have to really show personality with the horse, you know. If you know, it's gonna take over. I'm a little take worried it. about it. She afraid of Nina? You jump on that horse or no? I have a horse. I've never rode it yet. I'm a little bit worried about it, but you know, we'll see how it goes. She take off with my sister, the horse. That was like, yeah. you know, oh, I'm scared that. Yeah, because I mean, how do you get that thing to stop? Yeah, hit the brakes, Jimmy. Yeah, it'll run till it's done running. Like basically, if the horse just wants to run, it's not going to get tired. It can run all day. Yeah, but the, the, the thing is, like, you have to have good balance because. They the tendency is to stop you right away. Imagine a horse come like very fast and they stop you when they want. Like you're gonna fly. Yeah, are they trying to get you off the back when they stop like that? Are they trying to throw you off their back? Yeah, they really do. Do you get bored when you're there? Like because you're so used to Vegas and this life and in Florida and like you know, is it hard for you to go back to like a slower life for two months? Yes, I'm not gonna lie to you. I feel like when we there for one month. I'm already like miss something, you know, being busy, being doing my things. I feel like when we there, like I feel like I've, I've been losing. It's not losing time, but like I could I could have been doing like something for my career or like traveling, or, or traveling work or something. But I have to put in my mind when I'm there, I have to have those moments rest a little bit, you know. I cannot be like in those kind of like uh, think all the time. So, but I do. One month for me, that is like, Nina, I think I, we have to go. We got to go. Nina's too. Nina's like that too. And do you, and since you've been champion, I hope you've been getting endorsements. Have you been getting endorsements? Because you're, you're such a, a great personality and a recognizable figure. Yeah. I, we, we've been like work with a, a bunch of companies. Like it's been getting better. It's, it's getting a lot better for sure. We've been working and talking to other other ones, so we have to close it soon. So, and and the door is open, you know, for for any others. How's your nose? I I have the same nose problems you do. Like uh, I got the navage. Uh, how is that? Is is it better? Oh, I thought you asked for my my nose surgery. Yeah, she's been wanting a nose job. Like, I got my nose job. Nine. Nobody talked. To Wait, nobody. I didn't even. Oh, you got a nose job? <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Just kidding. Oh. I thought, I thought, because like, how you know? How do you know about? How do you know about this? <laughs> so it's pretty good. I feel like my body finally got acclimated in Vegas. You no, know, after I did all those 
those things that I did, come here early, like training here for like a couple weeks. I feel like now my body know the climate here, you know? So I feel much better. I also like have my, my medicines as well. So as long as I can take it during the weekend, I do. But like, I'm 100% right now. I don't feel anything and like ready to go. You know, you know what I noticed and you know, you know what I like is that a man is not trying to be anything different where with all the success you have and you look at some champions in the past and they use that fame to try to platform to other stuff. Like, I don't see you trying to get into be the next action hero movie, action movie star or whatever. Like, like, like you saw like, like next thing you know, there's no, it doesn't look like there's any distractions. You got your family. And your job is to kick ass when, all right, I got a fighter, come here, I'll kick some ass. Then I go back to my family. Like, you got it all figured out. You don't get these other distractions coming up saying, oh, now that I'm I'm so famous, I'm the baddest chick on the planet, I, I can be in this new fucking episode of this show. What a, you know what I mean? She didn't tell you about her, her rap CD that's coming out. <laughs> are, you, are you doing a mixtape with Thug Nasty? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You got to hear Thug Nasty. I feel like this is a dream come true, man. Like I tell everybody, this is not something like that I like, oh, just happy in my life. This is something that I want so bad. My whole life I dream, I put in my 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 head in the in the um, uh what is what is the name? Pillow? In the pillow and like dream about, you know, like when I finally got in those moments, I just enjoy it because this is like a walk walk like done you know what i mean like i want to share this with the people really like help me to went through not to like go in this life that i don't be able to walk outside so like i don't want that for me you know i tell you know that i want to be able to go to my baby to the grocery store to disney to do everything that i want and be who i am you know what i mean be a champ, a double champ, but I still can walk. I still can do everything in my life and live my life, you know? That's so true. It's, it's, it's quality of life. They get, some people want to get so big. Next thing you know, they can't, I mean, I don't know. Do you really, just do, do they really want that level of fame where they can't go anywhere without like bodyguards or people with them? I don't know, man. That, that's a different kind of life. I'm telling you, like, I, I, I'm so happy, so happy. Like, I don't change life for, for anything. Like, if, if I have, like, a bunch of followers, that's cool, awesome, you know, is always welcome. This is good for, you know, more sponsors, more media, awesome. That's awesome. But, like, I tell you, I'm, like, nah, such a happy and a good spy in my life. They, like, I'm happy to be able to, to share this with Reagan, with my family. You know, of course, like a lot of people, when they see me, they, they feel happy to see me, you know, but like I be able to, to, to live in Florida, to go to Brazil, you know, like I, I be able to do everything that I want. Yeah. I was asking you that before too, because I, I was assuming you're very famous in Brazil. Um, are, are you able to, to go out there without being recognized or are you still able to function there? Is this, I feel like in, in both countries, the same, you know, I, I can go, but people is going to come talk to me, take a picture with me. Is He is the same in Brazil. So, like, I'm in places, but people, like, come take a picture, talk to me, and but they letting me live, you know? They letting me yeah. enjoy the moment. I'm, it's, like, it's pretty cool. Sometimes people waiting for I finish my food, to come take a picture and then talk to me. I appreciate that, you know, and they, I be able to live my life. They not gonna bother me and we can be able to feel like, you know, get the picture done, talk a little bit and I still live. So in Brazil is the same, like I, I go everywhere with my family, people come take a picture. It's like, but I still can go on. I still can move on, you know? That's it, Jimmy. And every once in a while, and Jimmy, usually in this life, you know, you're, you, you know, you, 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 you live in the fight game and then you give a fight once in a while and then you win or you lose and then, oh God, you lose, it's horrible. Then you go back and then she's not losing. She's just kicking everybody's ass. So once in a while they call Amanda, she comes in, she beats someone's ass. She goes back to a, her charmed life. This is amazing. Ah, listen, bravo. Saturday, I'm telling you, nobody's gonna take this for me. 
Oh, shit. Nobody's gonna take this for me. I'm like, I feel amazing, better than ever. It's like, unbelievable. I feel, I just, I just get better. I walk in the gym. I learn it from my coach every day and, and I just get better and better. I feel amazing. My body responded to the diet pretty well. So, you know, the big part of this is the diet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if your body responds well, like the diet you, you've been like doing, it's like your head, like the stress is like out. You know, it's exactly what I feel right now. So I have a, a hard weight cut, my, yeah. my last one, when I went down again from 135 against Jermaine. So that was the, the worst weight cut for me. So, but like, I knew I have to change a couple of things in my diet to, to be able to feel good again. When I went up to 135, that was like, my body was, oh, food, and now I don't want to let it go at all. So I have to really uh, put my shit together. <laughs> Sorry about the word. No, I really have to like put this thing together and work hard with my, my conditioning coach. And we finally, we got here. Now we back, we back in track. Well, Amanda, you know, we love uh, having you on and I can't wait for your fight co-main event. And, uh, you know, you've been so incredible. You know, I, I, I can't pick against you. You've, you've been so incredible for so long. So good luck on Saturday. And we'll talk to you after the fight. And, uh, you know, I hope uh, you and Nina and the baby are continue. Have a nice holiday. Thank you, guys. Always good to talk to you guys. You guys have a good energy, you know. Bring the, the happy moments is, like, very important, especially in fight week, you know. We do it to all the the media, the stress and everything. So, but you guys always bring the happy moments that I like a lot. Well, thanks, Amanda. We love having you on. All right, champ. Bye, Nina. See you, Amanda. Take care. Bye, Nina. See you soon. All right, have a great holiday. You too. This episode of UFC Unfiltered is brought to you by Crypto.com, the official crypto partner of UFC. You've definitely seen their logo on our UFC gear. And crypto is something I'm getting into, so this is really a helpful, helpful site. With over 10 million users around the world, Crypto.com is the fastest growing crypto app, letting you easily buy and sell more than 150 cryptocurrencies. You can even buy Bitcoin with as little as $1. Crypto.com also offers the most popular crypto card in the world. The Crypto.com Visa card offers a to 8% back on most purchases and it comes with amazing perks. 100% rebate for your Netflix, Spotify, and Amazon Prime subscriptions. If you already own some crypto, did you know that Crypto.com offers some of the most competitive reward rates of the industry? You can get up to 8.5% on your Bitcoin or Ethereum, 12% on your USDC, and more. Find out how much you can earn by visiting Crypto.com. Get $25 when you apply for a Crypto.com Metal Visa card on the Crypto.com app using code UFC 25. Again, it's $25 when you apply for the card using code UFC 25. It's first come, first serve, so act fast. Download the Crypto.com app now on the App Store or Google Play. Do you know that the uh, the main the main uh, the featured fight on the prelims is uh, Josh Emmett versus uh, Dan Ige? Yeah, I do. Yeah, Josh was on when you were out. Oh, it was he? I like Josh. Pedro Munoz versus Dominic Cruz. I know. That's not even the main fight. That's crazy, right? Yeah, we didn't pick one fight. We didn't pick uh, Pavia versus uh, O'Malley. I'm surprised O'Malley is not ranked at this point. I'm going to say this, this kid's tough, though. Yeah. I'm going to say O'Malley by a decision, though, because I think this kid's going to hang in there. I think O'Malley stops him in the second. Oh, that's what you think. So. Yeah. Jimmy, man, listen, bro. You know, we could talk for hours, but... Yep. We're not going to. I'm going to be, so I'm doing that watch party this week, and that's going to be fun. Have fun, buddy. You know? And then the uh, then we're back the following week. Jimmy, shoot, man. This week's flying by, no? Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Aren't you happy I'm back? Of course I am. Thank you so much, Jimmy. Buddy, I'll talk to you in a few days. You want Anything you want to plug, my brother? I'll say this Friday morning, I'm finally coming to New Hampshire. I have Boston February 18th. Foxwoods, February 19th. And in New Hampshire, I have uh, on the 17th now, I just booked a theater in New Hampshire. So go to my website Friday morning. You can get tickets. And uh, that's about it. Ah, 
Jimmy, I'm stretching. <sighs> okay, buddy. Matt Sarah BJJ on Instagram. I'm on Cameo if you want to do one of those. Matt Sarah BJ. No, I said that already. Sarah BJJ in Huntington, Long Island. If you want to do some arm locks. Jimmy, I will talk to you soon. Okay, pal. Talk to you soon. All right, my brother. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys.